your workout of the day is Sunday Flex. We have email for 24 minutes. Part A is 12 toes to rings and then ski for max calories in time remaining. Uh, minute B is a rest minute. Minute C then we have 10 or 8 calories row and then max pull-ups in time remaining. And D is a rest minute. Your score is total ski calories plus total pull-ups. Something I really like about this and I'd love to know why it's done that way is for the first minute we're doing a gymnastics thing and then as many calories as we can. But then for the next minute of work, it's a set number of calories plus a max thing of gymnastics. And that's not normally how you would see workouts programmed. It would be like we're working on this one particular thing, calories or pull-ups. And we're kind of doing both in a weird little way here. Why is it done that way? Yeah, so we've got gymnastics first, erg second, and yep. the first working block. And then we do gym, uh, erg first, gymnastics second. Yeah. yeah, so what we're trying to do in that first minute is stay high quality unbroken for a set of 12 if possible mm -hmm. so we're just training the movement to be consistent consistent because we know that toes to bar in the open come up often and the consistency is the thing that breaks down a lot of people can do some and then like yourself yeah. yeah and then we add in load like a cardio or we add in a barbell to it and a consistency falls apart yeah. so we're just trying to be like we go into that fresh every minute execute the 12 to build some capacity there but then we've got some like very similar pattern in the ski mm -hmm. and we're going to train the pattern to be really resilient and oh. spike the heart rate whereas the second work block we have row first pull up second people's pull-ups tend to be a bit more consistent than their toaster bar yeah so we can afford to tax the pull-ups beforehand with the row and then see can we build resilient pull-ups with the heart rate high yeah. so it's just the nature of the two gymnastics they're very similar movements but then they've got this big giant difference with the let's talk about the rowing and the pull-ups i can envision i can picture my competitive ass self being a bit more conservative on the row knowing that say i do the 10 calories and i pull it like a, a a thousand calories per hour it's like not hard for me it's not slow it's not fast it's in the middle but i know that going up to 1300 gets exponentially harder and only buys me like maybe four or five seconds so I actually get less pull-ups done, technically. Like, that might happen. So in my brain, I'm like, I'm going to go slower, knowing that I can go faster. Yeah, no, you get more yeah. pull-ups. Yeah. So is that what I should be doing, or should I be trying well, to really... Well, I, I think it's a legitimate approach, especially okay. if you're trying to build pull-up volume overall. Yeah. Um, if I was coaching you, I would question, though, what do you need? Yeah. And say, for instance, you, James Rankin, what do you need? And the question is, like... Your ability to do pull-ups is not a problem. Yeah. Your ability to do pull-ups 14 minutes deep into a workout or muscle-ups 14 deep is into a workout <laughs> is a problem, right? You yeah. found that in the last couple yeah, of opens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your overall volume of training is low, minimum effective dose, so you get very fit yeah. doing that. So where it hurts you maybe is on the very the back end of a very long workout with a lot of gymnastics. Yeah. So therefore, you know, with all of that information, then if you, you ask the question, what yeah. should you do? And probably you should like make those pull-ups as hard as possible yeah. by trying to create that that same scenario where you're absolutely ended on the rower and then you have to go and do your pull-ups. Thanks. Isn't that true? It is true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, but that's not true for everybody. Yeah. And for some people, they're just getting their pull-ups or they've got like a set of five to eight and they're thinking, I would like to continue to do that with a bit of cardio. Yes. But then it might be like back off a bit on the row and get there and see can you get the quality high. So it's like that gymnastic thing 
also indiv- indiv- individual dependent. Yeah, it is. And then for the for the other minute of work where we're doing the toes to ring or toes to bar into the ski erg, are we looking to push the limits of our quality with the toes to ring or toes to bar and try go unbroken to maximize how many calories that we can get? Or is it do these as perfectly as you can and maybe you get 30 seconds on the ski, maybe 15 seconds, who knows? What's the best way to approach that? Yeah, I think we would like a chunk on the ski, right? Yeah. So there is a there is a point at which we're shooting ourselves in the foot to be too slow, to be too perfect. Yeah. In saying that, we're trying to walk that line of saying, I want them the highest quality possible in the biggest set possible. Mm-hmm. And there's always a trade-off. That might be, it might get slightly ragged towards the very end of the set. We can probably live with that. So if you've got 10 perfect reps and the last two were a bit of a fight, yeah. that's probably better than being perfect for sets of four, but then you have like 10 or 15 seconds on the ski. So we do want to find some, you know, the system to get taxed. We want to find some intensity here. Thank you.